Are you kidding me? The guy asked for something spooky. Is it a gun that sucks balls? I'm the farting demon in this relationship. I'd be an awesome rich person. You're both just an embarrassment. God, I'm awesome. We're talking Tom Hanks and his vehicles. Yeah, I had my finger in my mouth waiting for you to finish. You gotta get four balls or something? Like dick piercings? <laughs> no, you know damn well I'm fucking that demon. It's still sexy. How could I be close and not be right? Yeah, I'll just kill some random dude. His wishes. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Potty Time, the podcast where we three gamers discuss video game stories in detail. That's an appropriate backlash. On one side of the table, we have Chomp Slap. Well, the feta tastes like feta, so it's got to be the spinach, because the whole thing just tastes like pussy and cheese. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> on the table's Dr. Scientist. It's funny, but will it get them off their tractors? My name is Papa Scotch, and as I always say, I've never had anything removed before. I mean, like, my appendix, tonsils, wisdom teeth, I hold on to everything. I'm like a hoarder, I guess. I'm, like, completely intact. <laughs> Welcome to Potty Time, season fucking four. Well, can't believe we made feel? it, guys. Oh, here we are. I can't, we've been doing this for four years. It's all pandemic, or else we would have done something else. Wow. I think definitely the, the pandemic took it to another level. <laughs> like, I'm not going to say it was good for us, but uh, yeah, we got a lot more hits when everyone was uh, stuck inside, not being able to do anything. Yeah. That's what we thrive on. That's what we thrive on. People's <laughs> dead time. <laughs> But uh, we're going to start out season four exactly like we started out every episode before, and we're going to talk about what we plan, what we're doing, what we're watching, and we're starting with the ever-reliable Dr. Scientist. What do you got for us? Well, I did finally finish up Lock and Key. Oh, mm-hmm. I didn't finish that shit. What? How'd you like it? I liked it. I enjoyed it. I, it, it. It bit me. I'm kind of, I like, I want to wait for season three now. Whoa. That's interesting, because last time you were uh, you were kind of on the fence. You're like, ah, this is not, I can see yeah, it, maybe. It, it got to be a lot like Haven, oh, if you know what I mean. Okay. Nope. Like it's all Lori and Hugh Lori. I wish. <laughs> I I think I'm somewhere in in like the middle of season two. Oh yeah, season two goes. It's pretty good. It goes hard. I liked it. I enjoyed it a lot. Hmm. Yeah, out of like all the YA stuff that's come out in the last ten years, I I this is one of the better ones for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I've also caught up on Discovery, but we'll see. They're about halfway through that season. Star Trek Discovery? Yeah. Yeah, of course. It's getting kind of uh, old, but it's still good. Did that new season of Picard come out yet? No, it's soon. Soon? Starts soon, Probably by the time this is out, right? I don't know if it's that soon, but it'll be around (laughs) that time. Close. Okay. Okay. I also watched this great movie called Deadpool. Never heard of it. Yeah, is it new? (laughs) <laughs> no, it's the old one, but it's still good. It, it makes me laugh. It's when when you watch it again, like the second or third time, and uh, you hear that it was made for very little money, you, it makes more sense. Yeah. But uh, I still enjoyed it. Yeah. I liked it a lot. It's not bad. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember it really. But. And uh, I also saw this little indie gem that's a definitely a slapper. Oh, yeah? It's called We Need to Do Something. Damn it. Did you see it? I'll wait for you then. I'll just say <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> That's definitely a slapper, though. Yeah. I was going to say it's a slapper this week. Oh, you can. I'm glad we both watched it. Nice. All right, cool. Uh, and then I played this awesome game called Dodgeball Academia. Okay. It's set in this world where uh, all your problems are solved by dodgeball. Nice. And you, awesome. you play this kid who finally gets into this elite dodgeball academy, and you go there. And you gotta... <laughs> <laughs> 
it's like a RPG kind of thing. So is it a dodgeball game or is it more like an RPG moving around? Oh, no, definitely. It's I mean, there's both elements, but you, all the fights are dodgeball and they have like special balls like they freeze you if you get hit by them or. OK, I'm a, I'm working on a thesis where the uh, the thesis of it is basically that every video game that's either based on tennis or dodgeball is fun. <laughs> like, yeah, like, maybe not the best game ever, but they're probably pretty fun to play. Yeah. And uh, I mean, the fights kind of get boring after a while because it's just dodgeball over and over and over again. But it's still fun. It was a good game. I enjoyed the story. Okay. Maybe we'll do it one day. Fun, fun. All right. But uh, that's that's what I did. Let's see what you have to do, Papa Scotch. What did you do since, you know, whenever? <laughs> since we went over the very special episode about... Uh, <laughs> what we did? No. What was... Oh, we Jesus. are? Fighting games. We just did fighting, fighting games, games last week, guys. Uh, Duh! Yeah, don't you remember? Oh, yeah. And uh, we did the games. the Mortal Kombat week the week before. Everybody was super psyched about that and definitely <laughs> knew what was happening and weren't confused at all. So that was uh, that went great. Oh yeah, that went great. Mm-hmm. People loved it. I got so many letters. <laughs> so many. <laughs> so uh, also games I played. I started a new sports franchise game I've never played before. FIFA, NBA, two K. No, NBA two K twenty two. Nice. And uh, I gotta say, it's a lot of fun. I'm I'm falling back into the trap I do with Chell where I played like the My Hut team. Yeah, of course. It's called like My Team where you get the cards and do you have already to... got LeBron James MBD. Oh. Oh wow. Might have spent a little bit. I was gonna say how much did you money. spend to get it? Probably too much. I don't want to talk about it. Is there a trophy for starting a character and getting the scoring trophy? <sighs> scoring record? No, it's not that bad, but it's like it, it still has those kind of be a pro type trophies, like hit ten three pointers in the game or shit like that. Oh, Triple but my like every game. <laughs> so I don't know what I'm doing. Like there's nuances to this game. I I haven't played an NBA game in fuck and, since uh, like PlayStation Two maybe. And just so our fans know, you're not a professional NBA player either. No, I'm not. That's thank you, thank you. That we should clarify that for everybody. <laughs> he was a ball boy once, <laughs> <laughs> but not that type. <laughs> a lot of people, you know, they see me walking down the street, they confuse me for Kyrie Irving. A lot of people. <laughs> yeah. Except for I the fact that. I'm a foot shorter. And Only? I'm not in Boston. I think he's in Boston. Who knows? Could be. Anyway, uh, the game's fun. The mechanics are fun. My creative player is so terrible, and I have no idea what I'm doing, so I can't get more than, like, eight points a game. <laughs> and then I get I get drafted, like, late second round. I'm like, God damn it. Did you make... Just jack your accuracy up. Yeah, do you have to put your points into your shit? Like you did in Chell, you didn't even know about? Where you have to... Have yeah, so many know points that. to be right. a pro or whatever. I don't know. There's no like career scoring title bullshit. All right, fair. But you know, I'm getting into it. It's kind of fun. It's a nice. I like playing sports games because I don't have to listen to the game, so I can just have it muted, play, yeah, which is yeah. always great. But uh, I also played a different game, Back for Blood. Oh, yeah. Really got into it. Um, but I, I don't know how to critique it because I never, I never really played the other Left 4 Dead games at all. They're but it's just, not Left 4 Dead. It's Back for Blood. They just play online, I, right? No. They did eventually. I, I realized this after I started playing, but they fixed it so you can actually get trophies offline, which is nice now. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So it's... it's I, I got a couple of them. There's some that are impossible without a group. Yeah. Uh, I'm also finding the game extremely difficult. Like, even with upgrades and unlocks and stuff like that i still haven't beaten it i can't beat it by myself because my bots are so fucking stupid yeah i heard the well, bots were bad i mean i'd make bots stupid too if i made the game force you to play you have to play online with yeah. people yeah i just really don't want to because people I just suck don't want to. 
Yeah, or they use the, the. Have you ever played online and people are doing like the voice modulation thing? No, no. Never played. We did this. We just did the special where I played zero hours online. That's true. Uh, that'll be any week now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think if you really are in a fan of the Left 4 Dead series and you really want more of that, I think this will scratch that itch. But I, I can't. There's just not enough content there, yeah, and the levels. Exactly. You know what we should do? We should they're start not, a plotty time group on PlayStation so you can have people to play with. Ooh, there we go. I'll do it when I go fans. home. Yeah, you do that. I'll send you the invites. Sweet. Perfect. So, yeah, that's all I really played. I, I would suggest if you did love the Left 4 Dead games and you want more of that, uh, wait till it's like 20 bucks. I think it's down to like 25 already. Yeah. It kind of took a hit right away. There's just not enough content, man. It's all the levels are the same. They feel the same. Yeah, you just have Wasn't to run. Wasn't Left 4 Dead like that? Yeah, you run through the levels. That's, it was, And then you play online, and then you play as the zombies, and you try to kill people. That was the fun part. There, There is that mode, but I haven't got much into it, and I wouldn't. I guess I wouldn't know how different it was anyway. Yeah. Plus, but, yeah, you need friends to play with. Yeah, you need those, and I uh, don't have any. Yeah, I hear you. Anyway, so I watched this movie I really fucking hated, and I want to talk about it, and I really hope one of you guys saw it. All right. All right, maybe. Have you guys seen the movie Open House? Describe it. Uh, it is about a uh, a wife and her kid, or a, a woman and her kid. I guess her husband passed away. They can't afford the house. They're kind of underwater. And her sister basically says, why don't you guys go like live in our vacation house? We're selling it. Uh, you can live there for free until it's sold. Then, you know, when it's sold, you got to get your shit together. So they go to this and live in this, like, vacation home that's, like, way nicer than any home they had because their sister had money. Mm. And uh, every Sunday they have to be out of there because there's an open house. Makes sense. So I thought this was going to be yet another one of those movies where someone's living in the walls. That's exactly what yeah, I was thinking, I was thinking that too. That. Either that or a comedy of some sort. Yeah. It was not funny. It was terrible. And I'm going to ruin it. And I really... That's fine. I'm not going to watch Really it. hope you guys don't see this because it's real bad. But it turns out, spoiler for a bullshit movie, that the this was all, there's nothing like haunting or scary going on. It wasn't like a ghost. It was an actual guy who I guess is the open house murderer. Oh, okay. Like he ended up killing them. And then the last shot was his supposed car driving up to a different open house. So it turned out like they the whole thing they set it up as like a who done it. Yeah. And they like inter they introduce characters and then kill them off or you know someone else gets killed while they're somewhere else so you know it's not them. But like everyone is doing that tongue in cheek bullshit of could it be me? I don't know. Yeah, and yeah. then at the end it turns out to be just some random dude who kills people at open houses. I hate when fucking yeah. Yeah, it's terrible. That it was real bad. Off. Yeah, we were real angry about it. We were like, "Wait, so who was that?" And we had to like go look it up and they're like Nope, just some guy. Just some fucking guy. He wasn't even shown before. He just showed no, up. No, there, there were theories that it was one of the, like, a contractor she had come up, but it's a theory. Like, they didn't make it clear yeah. or anything like that. <laughs> it reminds me of that one Pro ZD sketch where he's like, the anime villain. And he's like, don't you remember me? I was this guy in the background of the first scene. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was... Same level of stupid bullshit. Uh, but I won't keep you guys for too long about the stuff I watched, but I did start watching Bored to Death again. Nice. So good. It's it's really good. I've never seen it. It's good. It's an HBO show with Jonathan Schwartzman, Zach Galifianakis, and Ted Danson. 
Yeah, to dance is awesome. Hmm. Yeah, like the first couple episodes, it's all very serious and played as like very straight to get laughs. And then when they start embracing the crazy, it gets it gets pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, it does. It's called Bored but, to uh, Death. Yeah, he plays like a private eye. He's like a writer who wrote his first novel and it was pretty successful. But everyone's like waiting for his second one. He has no idea what to do. So he goes on Craigslist and puts up an ad that says he's a private eye. And then he goes on cases. Yeah. Hmm. And he's friends with Zach Galifianakis and Ted Danson is his boss, I guess, in the beginning. Yeah, I don't know what it is. He's just a rich guy that he hangs out with. Yeah. Who gets high all the time. <laughs> yeah. So it's pretty fun. That's good. And I also, last thing I watched, uh, Free Guy. Watched the oh, Ryan Reynolds. That's so yeah, good. I saw that. Vehicle Free Guy. I liked it. I liked it a lot more than I thought I would. Me too. Yeah, it was all right. Someone described to me as it's the kid's version of Deadpool. Yeah. It's more like the Matrix. Yeah. Sort of. Possibly. I mean, it's something. I liked it, but I also thought it was kind of silly that these people wrote this code, they put it in the game, but yet they didn't. Like, that whole section of the thing of how it happened was kind of silly. Like how they didn't watch it constantly to find out that it was evolving on its own? Yeah, like how no one would have any idea that this was happening. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, like AI takes an insane amount of computing power. Like it doesn't just fucking happen that you build this personality. Well, yeah, it's a fantasy, you know. That's true. But uh, the guy from Stranger Things was in it as the the guy who created the code, and he was very good. Who's the guy from Stranger Things? Uh, the Joe Kearney, the guy from what was that Spree? I don't know. I've seen both. I've seen I don't a know movie. What he's I don't, about. Yeah, I can't. It's all right. Whatever. I'll Fucking Google. Time. Anyway, let's go to you then, Sir Chump Slap. What are you playing, watching, doing? What's going on with you? Why? Well, thank you for asking. I've been playing a lot of Castlevania Harmony and Despair, even though I'm, I'm going to try to hook up my PS3 and play my old version. Cause well, maybe I'll play with you because I think I might. I'm pretty sure I still have the on the cloud. I think I have a save. But you can't play the whole version of it on PS Now because it doesn't have the DLC levels. It's kind of annoying. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah. I should see if I have... I'm pretty sure I uploaded it to the cloud. I think I did that for everything ever since I lost my Borderlands save. Yeah, playing it, I'm just like, oh, where's my Kaiser Knuckle plus one, man? This sucks. <laughs> <laughs> that's a joke you don't get. <laughs> no, I have no idea what you're talking about, but I like the Kaiser Knuckle. Yeah, it's, it's I'm going to use that as one of my one of my CB handles. <laughs> yeah, it's a Kaiser Knuckle. But yeah, I've been playing that. Played about half of Bioshock Infinite. Because we had a couple weeks off there. I don't know. Yeah. Showing you how the sausage is made. But. <laughs> that that might come up it later might. this episode. It might. So you didn't finish it? I thought you you started playing it and you're like, oh, I'll finish this easily before you start. I thought I would, but then, you know, I got high and wandered around a lot. <laughs> well, how far did you get? About half. Halfway. Okay. I'm glad. I don't think I'm going to finish it now. <laughs> <laughs> This talking about it for, with us for an hour will be enough. Yeah, you that'll go be back. plenty. But I watched some some movies, some television shows. You guys yeah. ever hear of this okay. Game of Death? No. Oh, that screams of a title I saw on some streaming service that I haven't yeah, watched yet. It's <laughs> it's a bunch of kids, like teenagers, college kids, I guess, whatever. But they find this board game, and. It just like gives them a random number. It's like 26. And it's like you have to kill 26 people or you'll all die. And they're just like, ah, whatever. That's funny. And then the first person dies. His head just explodes. Awesome. <laughs> and they're like, oh, God, there's a sniper outside. <laughs> Go, duck. 
And it takes them a while to just figure out that they actually have to go kill people. So is it like the circle, sort of, to decide who's dying? Or do they just have to kill random people? No, it's random. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's random deaths. You don't know what, what player is going to die. So they just go to fucking... Go on a killing spree trying to get all the 26 people. Hmm. So does it get the chump slap thumbs up? Or... I mean, it was all right. It didn't make any okay. sense, though. <laughs> no. Just like the ending was just like, oh, whatever. That I was like, why? Why'd you do that? But, yeah. If you're bored and you want to check it out, go ahead. Game of Death. Yeah, Game of Death. The Europa Report. Oh, that's a good one. I like that one. Yeah, I've never seen it before, but... it's like a, I don't know it. It's like a found footage style space Sci-fi, exploration. Yeah. They go to Europa, and they're looking for light, like for signs of life on the planet. So they're just checking, like trying to drill into the ocean and shit. And it turns out it's like this huge creature under there. You never see it, but mm-hmm. it just it, like kills everybody. It's pretty. It's, I don't know. It's pretty good. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm looking at the the IMDb page. This is definitely ringing a bell. Yeah, it's classic. Classic fucking like space. Everybody dies yeah. movie. Awesome. You love those space. I do, especially if everyone movies. dies. I mean, if someone lives, it's like, really? <laughs> but like when they try, they try to take off and if they fucking crash and it's pretty sweet. I had no idea that Event Horizon changed you so much way back in 1997. Oh, it did. Yeah. It's, it's inspiring. It really is. Yeah. It's good to know. <laughs> it's a great movie. Uh, I watched... Oh, Attack on Titan. The final season's coming out now. I gotta watch 22 minutes a week. <laughs> it's fucking bullshit. I know. I should have just waited. But it's so fucking good. We need to like start a campaign to, to basically create a law to put in that if you're gonna have a TV show and a streaming service, it has to be released all at the same time. I think we can get that passed. I think we could. It'll go all the I way think to people the Supreme are- Court, but... It'll get there. What isn't it the WhiteHouse.gov thing? You need a certain number of signatures or whatever. Yeah, change.org. Change. Yeah, and then they and then have to look happens. at it or something, right? <laughs> well, yeah, they could just deny it right away, but yeah, but you get a you get an official statement. Yeah, it's gonna have to look at it. So take that. Yeah, take that. But I also watched this movie. Uh, scientists brought it up, and I'll give it honorary slapper award today. <laughs> okay. Uh, we need to do something. So tell me about this. I don't know if I've heard of it. Uh, I don't know. It's pretty new, I think. Tw- 2021. But it's a family. The movie just starts. This family goes into a bathroom because there's a tornado warning. And I guess that's okay. the safest place in the house. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it kind of whatever. But they're, yeah. Yeah, they're all stuck there. Yeah. He explains it. And then and then a tree falls and it locks the like blocks the door so that nobody could get out. And shit just gets wacky. (laughs) Yeah, they're stuck in there and all kinds of weird shit starts happening. Yeah. Then there's like demons voices and fucking a rattlesnake shows up. It's fucking pretty cool. The dad starts going insane because he can't have alcohol. Yeah, the dad's an alcoholic. And he starts sucking on like alcohol swabs. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, oh, no, no. It's so good. Is it a comedy or is it a horror film? What am, both? It's, what am I it's like at? a psychological thriller. Yeah. It all takes place in the bathroom. Yeah. And there's only five well, characters. flashbacks and shit and dream sequences, but 
I, it's I see a kind of funny. Pat Healy's in it. Yeah, he's that's the guy the that was in. Uh, uh, what was that movie where they're in the? We all watched it. The I, one where they're in the hotel. I thought this had nobody in it from anything. I don't, I don't know. The one where they're in the hotel, Identity. <laughs> no, but that's a great, great guess. Uh, the Innkeepers. That's it. We have not all seen that. No, <laughs> the Innkeepers. He, he, and uh, another collaborator he always works with. Oh, man, I'm really crushing it. So he was also in Cheap Thrills. Did you Cheap see that? Cheap Thrills. One? Yeah, that's what I knew no. him from. I don't think I've ever seen him in anything. He tries to make money off his this rich guy at a bar. Hmm. He just pays him to do crazy, wacky shit, like cut his finger off and stuff. Like Twelve Sins or Thirteen Sins. Yeah, kind of. He's really good in it. <laughs> oh, good for him. Yeah. He goes blind awesome. at the end, or close to the end or whatever. <laughs> it's so good. Man, this guy's out there working. Anyway. Yeah, check it out, though. Yeah. We need to do something. We need to do something. I'll put on the list. I'll put all these on the list. I got some great recommendations. Yeah, in about three or four years, we'll hear him say, hey, I saw this movie. We'll be like, did we actually see that? <laughs> yeah, I know. Sometime right? in August, I'll be like, guys, have you seen Deadly Games? <laughs> <laughs> because, holy shit. Or what was what was the 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 Jaws shark to puss Santa, Santa Jaws? Jaws yeah, I miss that one. But that classic. But yeah, that's it for me today. Well, then with that, that's gonna take us into video game news slash stuff. Ooh. What's that news? Very high effort, which is my favorite part about that. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Try to do something different, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I don't have too much news because I wanted to speed this along because I want to talk about the game a lot. But uh, one thing that thanks to an investigation into online gaming subscriptions by the United Kingdom's Com- Competition and Markets Authority, mm-hmm. that has spurred Xbox into stop charging people for inactive accounts. Okay. Specifically on their Game Pass service. So basically, you have uh, the Game Pass thing, and if people, you know, maybe they bought it six months ago never logged on never played it xbox is going to stop charging them that seems like it's your own fault and it's going to bring up a problem later someone's be like i was been paying for this game pass and now i signed on i don't have it anymore yeah what about all the subscription channel services that people have that they don't watch for months at a time are they going to not get charged for that just this one i guess okay yeah well in the uk things are different there they care about humans privacy do they not here well, well, I mean, if you don't want it, well, don't get it. It's not, and get rid of it when you don't need it. I mean, come on. Yeah. Take some personal responsibility. At yeah, least. that's what you're. That's what we're looking for. And then uh, other, okay, other piece of news. <laughs> I expected there to be more resistance. I guess we're all into that. All right. So the guy who wrote Mortal Kombat, Greg Russo, yeah. uh, he's produced a bunch of stuff. The new Mortal Kombat film, obviously, which we just talked about yeah. a week and a half, two weeks ago, time ago. Uh, he is creating a live-action System Shock se- uh, TV series, uh, It's uh, which I'm kind of interested in. It's going to be streaming on a new service called Binge, which is, I guess, making entertainment specifically towards gaming uh, from the so Night like Dive Quibi? Studios, which are the people or whatever the that created System was? Shock. No, that was a whole horrible idea. Isn't this the same thing? I guess, you know, we got to see how G4 TV is doing. I haven't stopped over there at all since they came back. Oh yeah, forgot about that. <laughs> See, so it's it's probably gonna they're probably gonna invest a lot. This is what I'm gonna guess. They're gonna invest a lot of money. They're gonna make some uh, possibly neat series, and then yeah, uh, they're gonna fold, and then they're all gonna get moved on to Netflix or whatever, or go away. Yeah, yeah, sounds about right. But did any of you guys ever play System Shock? I don't no. think I ever played them. I didn't. So maybe you'll like it because you don't know the story. 
Maybe. Guess we'll find out. Yeah. And now we have rumor time. Ooh. Ooh. Best time. Bring it. This rumor is about, uh, it was a leak that came out, looks pretty legit, could be completely wrong, but they're talking about how PlayStation Plus is going to be the new subscription service that competes with Game Pass. Oh, yeah, yeah. I heard about this. Uh, they're ru- it is rumored to be called PlayStation Infinite. Ooh. Oh, they just they, they got a name for it now. So, well, this is the leak that came out. Maybe this is correct. Maybe it's bullshit. It looks pretty convincing. Didn't they call it Project Something Else before? That would be a great name for a project. No, no seriously. All right, whatever. There's going to be three tiers to this system, if the leak is correct. There's going to be gold, platinum, and ultimate. Bullshit. Uh, tier one, I don't know which is which. I guess gold's the middle. I guess ultimate's the top tier three. Well, ultimate would have to be. Well, then they should make ultimate trophies. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Jeez, okay. Well, so so uh, tier one and two are very similar. It's going to... Include the PlayStation Plus. It's going to be basically like PlayStation Plus service. There's not going to be uh, with Tier One. You're getting what PlayStation Plus is. Yeah, one, two, couple of games a month. Yeah, couple of games a month. The the PlayStation Plus collection that came out when PlayStation Five launched. That sort of thing. And then with the second, with the gold section, uh, it's everything you get from the previous tier. Plus, it says here, and I don't know exactly what this means. A large catalog of PS4 and eventually PS5 games. Uh, Sounds kind of like I don't PlayStation know exactly. now. Yeah, PlayStation Now is more PS3 games, really. Yeah, but if you want to take it a step further, if you want to get the ultimate, obviously you get everything the other two tiers have. Uh, but in addition to that, they have listed here game streaming, which I'm not even sure what that means in this case, if it's you streaming or... Maybe that's just like PlayStation Now. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, and then... Oh, yeah, it. that might be what they meant. Yeah. But it also says here extended demos and... Library of classic PS1, PS2, PS3, and PSP games. Yeah, so it's like fucking PS Now. Yeah, do they have price points? Uh, they do not have price points in the leak. I, I mean, it's a leak. You know, it, yeah. it's probably subject to change. But if Tier 3 is the exact same amount I'm paying for PlayStation Plus or maybe a little bit extra, yeah. I mean, I already have PlayStation Plus till like 2026. Yeah, and PlayStation Now. Yeah. Yeah, so if I I'm guess that would if you combine those two services into one thing, that would mean this thing is like hundred twenty bucks a year. But I don't yeah. think it'll be that high. I don't you you got to think it's gonna be it's gonna be competitive with Xbox Game Pass, right? Yeah, like how much is that? A year. I think it's sixty bucks a year. Plus, you got to get Xbox Live for sixty. I don't know. Maybe someone uh, can jump on the subreddit and explain to us how Xbox Game Pass works. Yeah, I have no idea. Uh, it looks like. For Xbox Game Pass, it's nine ninety nine per month, or fourteen ninety nine per month for the Ultimate Edition. I don't know what that means, and I'm not gonna look it up. <laughs> Whatever. But that's the rumor. Um, I'm excited to see what kind of games come out. If I can download them. If not, is it gonna be worth it? Are there gonna be new games that come out? Yeah, I was gonna like, say you didn't say anything about like first day streaming. Well, you know, games, you know? it's just the leak. It's not True. real news. Uh, they, I would, I would have to think that like once in a while, there's going to be like a PlayStation exclusive big game that debuts on this for like 30 days or whatever. Yeah. You'd think, but who knows? But I guess we'll see where it goes, but that does it for video game news slash stuff. Fucking dog. All right, well, how about we get into the game here? How's that sound? All right, let's do it. Is this our first third installment of a game? Yes, sir. Even Sly Cooper? 
Yep, we didn't do fucking Sly Cooper 3. I'm How many not times sure do we I didn't tell you. No, we didn't because this was going to be Sly Cooper 3 and then we changed it the last minute. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, last minute. This week we're talking about probably the best game that ever existed, which isn't going to influence my score at all. <laughs> uh, we are finally getting around to talking about BioShock Infinite. Ooh, shit. I was going to write down the date that we did Bioshock 2, but... You didn't do that, huh? Nope, totally forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I can take a look in here, but uh, before... While, while I'm taking a look in that, how about you guys uh, try to guess the number one song from March 26th, 2013? Hold on. First, uh, we did Ratchet and Clank 3. Nope. That, that Just going to say no. No, that doesn't count. All right. You can delete that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. March 3rd, 2023. Or 23, 2003. Yeah, no, and 13. Bioshock 2... We released November 19th, 2020. All right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's a long time. Uh, March 3rd, 2023, or 2003. 2013. 2013. <laughs> oh, man. Let's go with uh, Pharrell Happy again. At least that's more in the warehouse, wheelhouse. Uh, it's actually a dumber song than that. Shakira. It is dumber. Think dumber. Dumb and dumber. Theme song. CeeLo. Mi- Fuck yeah. Middle. That's also a great guess, but no. Lot of... People that work in offices made videos about this. The Harlem Shake? The Harlem Shake. Whoa. <laughs> I honestly didn't know that was a song. I thought it was just a meme. Oh. I, th- I did too. Uh, number one movie, March 26th, 2013. I don't think you guys are going to get this. No, probably not. Because I was fucking shocked. G.I. <laughs> Joe Retaliation. Get the fuck out of here. Wow. Yeah, I know. I didn't believe it either. I looked at two different sites. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently that's correct. G.I. Joe Retaliation. That's so hard to believe. This day in history, March 26th, 1820. Mm-hmm. Future Mormon church leader Joseph Smith has his first vision in a wooded area of New York, according to Mormon scholars. Oh, that definitely happened. Oh, wow. It definitely happened. A yeah. group of people came together and said it, so clearly that happened. Yeah. I had to have. How was he getting religion out of it? Exactly. Well, you think this is like a scam or something? Get out of here. He just made that shit up. What is the, oh God, what's it called? The Provo Push? <laughs> Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Is that like the Super Bowl shelf? I thought it was like sex in a blanket. <laughs> I have to check this out. Uh, it is a variation of dry humping used by Mormons. Yeah, in that's Provo, what I thought. Yeah, okay. I thought it was kind of something like that. Oh, is that like, uh, what do they call? What's that new one that they, they call? Fucking, ah. It's like where you, they put their penis inside. On top and on bottom? But they don't. They don't thrust or anything. And people, oh, and people yeah. like move the bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, what is that called? I don't know. I've heard marinating about that. or something yeah, like that. Yeah, something like that. Marinating. <laughs> I don't know what that it's called. I don't know if that's what right. it's called, but yeah, it's fucking weird. I'm going to look this up. Yeah, neither of them move and people just jump on the bed and try and make them shake. Yeah. Which means you have to be What's like, the, a, it's like a community job. It doesn't make any sense. Because it's not sex if you don't oh, push. Yeah. It's it's even worse than that. What is it called? For the uninitiated, soaking. Soaking. <laughs> yeah, I knew you were right. <laughs> Marinating wasn't far off. Same thing. <laughs> Practice of inserting your penis in the female's vagina without thrusting or orgasming, therefore kind of marinating your penis in the female's vagina. So I guess we get both of them with that. What's huh? the point? Because it's not it's sex if you called, don't do it. Oh my god! It. It's all. It's also called derfing. <laughs> Oh, we should get shirts made. That's it. I'm sorry. Time. I'm sorry, our, all our LDS listeners. Plotty time, Durf instructors. 
Oh, man. You know what's great about that? I'm going to put that in the store before this episode airs. And I'm be like, what the fuck? Bloody time derfing instructor. Is that what we're going to do for the store? Okay. Yeah. Sounds um. good to me. <laughs> catch the wave. Okay. Jesus. Yeah, put catch the wave on the back. Cat. Oh. This game developed by Irrational Games and published by 2K Games. It's a first-person shooter written by Kevin Levine. I'm pretty sure that... Yes, it was Sir Chumpslap that picked this yes, game. Yes, sure was. So, Sir Chumpslap, how about you kick us off, just derf us right into this game, tell us what it's all about. Oh, man. Oh my god, it's also called the Dock and Talk. Dock. This is amazing. This is amazing. What a great day. <laughs> now you know what you can oh. talk about at the Super Bowl. Oh. <laughs> anyway. So this game, you don't really need to know anything about the first two to play this one. Or Not at all. Have the story. It hel- It helps. I guess. It, it's, it's nice, but... Yeah, to get the ending. Right. But... Yeah, well, you take. it takes place on a floating world that was... Built as the World's Fair in 1910, maybe, 1912. And it was eventually seceded from the United States and became a racist, religious, classist, bullshit city. Not not unlike the U.S. today. Yeah. Yeah, what's the difference? <laughs> you know, one's floating. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. Yeah, I guess the backstory was that the plan for Columbia was to, like, fly around different American cities. Yeah. I think they're flying like, around know. the world just to like show it off to everybody. Yeah, too. it was like a, a World's Fair type of Yeah, hey, they're like, hey, do. look what America can do. And then by the time they got back to the US, they're like, yeah, we're not doing what you guys want to do, so we're just going to Yeah, just, just disappeared into the clouds. So, game starts. You're in a boat with these this strange man and woman. You'll later find out their names were Lutesses. Well, yeah, they were the Lutesses, but but mm-hmm. they're rowing a boat. You're you play as one Booker DeWitt. You're a private eye, and you're here to get the woman and clear your debt. Is what you remember, and that's all you ever say mm-hmm. when people ask. Give us the girl. Give us the girl. Wipe away the debt. Wipe away mm-hmm. the debt. Yeah. Okay. So it's 1912, coast of Maine. You arrive at a lighthouse, and they're like, here you go, get in there. So you get off the boat, you climb up the lighthouse, This, you open the door, and there's a seat there. So you just sit in the seat, like the little suit here. You get strapped in, and you get shot in the, to the clouds, and land in a city in the sky, 15,000 feet in the air. Called? It's called Columbia. Yep. It's an beautiful place and you just see this there's all these statues for the leader of the place called comstock he's like a god founder type person and to get into the place you have to be baptized so you're like all right just get baptized and the priest holds you under the water you pass out you wake up yeah you just pass out you drown (laughs) yeah there's there's a Listeners, if you're out there and you go into a new place and they say you can't get in here until you're baptized, probably not a, not a good sign. You don't want to uh, anything to do with that place. Yeah, turn around, find the debt some other way. You know, what are you thinking? Yeah, 
Fucking idiot. So here you pass out. You have your first dream about you being back in your private eye detective room. And people are saying, bring us the girl, wipe away the debt. And then you wake up, boom, you're in the city. There's a parade going on. Everyone's like celebrating. There's some talk about the lamb being the savior of the city. It's just too much religious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very, very religious. Very like God King situation. Yes, yes. Like the founder is the one, the only God King. Infallible. You just hear a God lot about him too. Just Ooh, Comstock's so great. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever. So in this, they, they basically, if, if if I'm remembering this correctly, they're crediting the creation of Columbia to Comstock. Like, he did everything himself as far as the average person knows. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, yeah. And like, if, he brought us all this. This is amazing. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And he's the reason that everybody's living in this perfect utopia where they get to boss black people and fucking Irish men around. Yeah, they do not care for them. <laughs> not at all. So you see this, the Lutesses again. Like, hey, flip this coin. And then you're like, what the fuck was that all about? Whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then you're walking around. You get to this racist raffle where like, hey, throw this baseball at a fucking interracial couple. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Okay, that's a little weird. <laughs> if I had a nickel. And before you throw, you got to choose who you throw it at. But before you throw, the cops see there's a brand on your hand that says AD. And they're like, oh my God, that's the false shepherd. <gasps> and apparently there's all these prophecies by Mr. Comstock that's saying that there's a false shepherd. It's going to try to take the lamb and lead her astray, yada, yada. You know, classic bullshit. Mm-hmm. So you end up, you, you have to start killing people. <laughs> <laughs> That's a way to put it. I mean, yeah. So you kill a bunch of cops, get some vigors that give you special powers, you know. Yeah, the in case you don't know. tonics. Yeah. And you're working your way to trying to get to Comstock's airship to get to the Monument Island to because you figured, girl. you found out that's where the the girl is that you're supposed to get right right you eventually get there you get the ship blah 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 and then comstock starts talking shit to you he's like fuck off you fucking suck over the <laughs> intercom and you're like whatever i mean you're paraphrasing but yeah. not, not by a lot <laughs> you get to the island like you're aren't they, what do they refer to you as the there's the lamb and you're the false shepherd the false yeah. shepherd yep all because you're branded on your hand that's right you have ad branded on your hand mm-hmm. i forget what they say but why? They don't say it. It's, it's part of a prophecy. It's just the, what the Comstock said the prophecy was. Right, right. So you get on this monument island, find Elizabeth. She's fucking dicking around with tears and space time and stuff, making portals to other dimensions. You know how it is. When she thinks mm-hmm. nobody's watching. Yeah. It's kind of weird that there's all these wall sized mirrors in every room of her fucking place, but. Well, I mean, somebody's trying to watch her. Yeah, but she doesn't think anything of it is what I mean. So you break her out, and then you get attacked by this big robot bird (gasps) known as... Songbird. The Songbird, that's correct. So you're running out, you're like, oh, we got to get the fuck out of this building because the robot bird's destroying everything. (laughs) Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you eventually try to run out, but shit gets fucked. 
building collapses and you fall to another layer of Columbia that was underneath this one. Something like that. It's a floating beach. And you're like, oh, flashback to your old house, girl debt shit, blah, blah, blah. Every time you have a flashback, it's the same thing. Yeah. This time you you end up waking up and there's you're talking about Anna. You're like, Anna, Anna, where are you, Anna? Uh-huh. You get there. You're on the beach. You come to. And you see that there's an airship and it's supposedly going to Paris. So you're like, oh, we got to get there. So you go find Elizabeth because she's out dancing, having a good time because she's been locked in a fucking prison her whole life. So you're like, all right, Elizabeth, we got to go get on this airship. Get the hell to Paris. <laughs> so you try to mm-hmm. buy tickets. And the guy at the ticket booth being a real dick. Stabs you in the hand eventually. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what parts makes him a dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was not cool about this at all. No. Well, I, I mean, he's trying to catch you. He's talking on the phone. And he's he being tell- real obvious about it. Yeah, it's not like he's like, oh, wait. Oh, oh. It's putting he's, like, in he's like, yeah, the guy's here. He's yeah, like, yeah, we'll stop him. Yeah. Hold, hold on, I'll get the right to you. The package has arrived. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. That's not code for anything, I promise. You end up fucking killing a whole bunch more people. And Elizabeth runs off. She's like, no, you killed people. That's horrible. Then you eventually talk to her. It's like, look, it was either them or us. This is going to happen. I'm trying to save you here. So she's like, uh, all right, whatever. Let's go. <laughs> I do want to see Paris. So it turns out while you're trying to get to the airship, there's a gondola that brings you there, and it's not working. You have to find a specific vigor to shock shock jockey to proceed uh-huh. so now you're on your quest to get shot now jockey. you're looking for shock jockey so you find out oh yeah at this point there's a bee in an elevator and elizabeth opens a tear and's like here get the bee out of here and you're like what the fuck was that and then she's like well look i can open these tears sometimes it's cool shit sometimes it's not and then the songbird comes flying out the tear almost kills you guys but she closes the tear just right. in time so she has the ability to open up holes in time and space parallel universes who knows what it is right, she, i don't right. think she even knows at this point but you see all these signs that are like shock jockey get your free sample at the hall of heroes so you're like all right let's go there so you you're, vent- you're going there and you see all this comstock propaganda it's fucking everywhere yep Yep, sure is. And then you find out that Liz is Comstock's daughter? I don't know if you find out here, but I think Slate tells you that. Slate is a general from the army who's like, Comstock's a fucking liar. He never did anything great, blah, blah, blah. And you eventually have to fight him to get the shock jockey. So you fight him, and he can save him, kill him, whatever. Yeah, he's a pretty big dick this whole time. Mm-hmm. But uh, trying to get... I don't know what his deal... Like, he's trying to get Booker to admit that Booker's an asshole. I don't know what his whole Yeah, he's just like, why don't you just tell everyone you fucked up a wounded knee or whatever? Right? Is that what he's trying to say? Yeah. Yeah, because it was... The Hall of Heroes was like... uh, I I don't know how to... It's like a museum that celebrated all the victories of the USA up until that point. And with exactly the tact you think would have happened in 1912. Yeah, exactly. And big Comstock was the hero of every fight bullshit. Right. So you get the shock jockey, you you start up the gondola or whatever, and you get on the airship. 
And you're like, all right, let me set the coordinates here because I know exactly how to do this. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you set it up. And Elizabeth's like, wait a minute. Those coordinates will send us to New York. You fucking piece of shit. And you're like, hey, I got debts to pay. And you're like, hey, I got a debt. The only reason I'm here is to fucking, I got, I got a real gambling problem. And you're my ticket out of here. So she's like, fuck you. Hits you with a wrench and knocks you the fuck out. And when you eventually wake up, uh, what's her name? Fitzroy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's her first name? Daisy. Daisy. Thank you. You wake up and Daisy Fitzroy, who is, uh, she's a, like the leader of a rebellion called the Vox Populi. And they just want to, I guess they want freedom for everybody, everyone to be equal type shit. At least that's what they tell you. And they're like, all right, well, we'll let you use the airship, but you have to get us weapons first. Go visit this dude. Another fetch class. She's like, all right, we'll I'll go. Yeah, I don't know why Daisy picks you to do it. Because you want your ship you back. Want, yeah, you want the ship. So she's like, all right, well, if you want a favor, you do me a favor. I get it, but getting the guns seemed pretty important, and she just sent this guy. Yeah. So, like, she should have sent, know why like, she a whole crew, right? Well, yeah. Like, it's like, we took your ship, now get us guns. Yeah. Oops, you fell asleep at the, or- the wheel, so here you are. So you, you're like, all right, I'll fucking do it, whatever. So you go, you're going to meet a gunsmith, blah, blah, blah. You, you have to jump through tears because he's missing. And then you're like, wait, maybe if we jump through the stair, he's over here. Oh, the guns are here. We got to tear them. Make a tear. So the guns are back where they should be, blah, blah, blah. And, yeah, I guess yeah. before this... With your tears, you were just, like, bringing things into your world. Like, that was part of the game mechanic. You can bring in a tear of, like, a turret. Yeah. Or yeah. or motorized Washington or something like that. But this is the first moment where it's like, oh, let's go to a different universe. Yes. And I think it had something to do with your distance away from the, the tower she was captured. The siphon, that's what they call it. Yeah. Because your distance from the siphon, her powers are getting stronger. Yeah, that makes sense. But So you go through all these tears. You eventually... End up in a world where Booker was a martyr for the cause, for the Vox Populi. Because she opens tears and just goes to different worlds. Yeah, because they're at different worlds, different times. She seems to just do it uh, all willy-nilly when something's easier to do. Yeah. I don't want to carry this box. Let's just go to a world where this box isn't there. And she says she can make tears. I don't know if she says it yet, but you're only using tears that she just finds at at this time. Yeah, man. it's uh, It's like the multiverse problem. That you see in Rick and Morty, or we talked about a little bit about Loki. Like when there are infinite universes to jump into, then nothing matters. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, you end up this one. Booker was a martyr. The Vox Populi is winning the revolution. And Fitzroy's like, You're not fucking Booker. I knew Booker. Booker was a good man. He's dead. He's dead. Yeah. He died for the cause. You're being a blasphemer. Yeah, or like you're you're either a liar or a fraud, so... Yeah, either way, you're a bad person. You get absolutely none of the goodwill from Booker in the previous. Exactly. Well, it's not the same Booker. Yeah, right. different different Booker, true. But you can't even, like, sneak under there under his coattails and be like, no, it's me still. See, I'm not a dick. It's just, that's not you. Fuck you. Yeah, exactly. We're going to be hostile towards you. Our Booker was awesome. You, you suck. <laughs> you're a piece of shit, Booker. Right. Anyway, you end up killing Fitzroy... Because she was gonna kill a kid or something. Yeah, it was one of the founders' kids or whatever the other group's called. I don't remember. Well, yeah, she yeah. 
she killed Fink, like right there in front of you, and then she was about to kill Fink's kid. Oh, is that what it was? Okay. Yeah, because she was like, oh, you got to destroy everybody, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Elizabeth ends up killing her, and she's like, oh, my God, that's the first time I killed anything. This is so weird. Mm-hmm. Whatever. So you get you get to the ship. Songbird attacks the ship, of course, and the ship falls. You fall back down to fucking Columbia. And you see the Lutesses again, because, I don't know, they show up all the time. Yeah, they sure do. And being all weird. Yeah, I like when they're like, he's like, you're always following me. He's like, we're always here before you. Yeah, you're always following us. So now you're like, all right, we got to go to the Comstock house because we, I don't know. I don't remember why you're going there. To find Comstock. Is it? Yeah, you were going to find Comstock after a while. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I guess you're going that to find. That the ultimate goal. Yeah, I didn't think that was yet. but So you go to the Comstock house. You need your mother's. Or you need Elizabeth's mother's finger to get in the door. Such a terrible part of the game. So you go in the corpse rabbit, and then the ghost comes. You see the Lutesses. They're digging their own graves. They're ghosts. You're like, what the fuck's going on here? Yeah, it gets uh, a little spooky at this point. I do remember beating this game on like the highest difficulty, and I remember this battle where she kept resurrecting people being a pain in the ass. It was a pain in the ass on normal difficulty. Was it? I didn't get that far. Just play through. Yeah, she has the power to resurrect everybody. Yeah. And then you'd, you'd have no ammo. And you could only get it from Elizabeth, and she would just throw you for a random gun you had, and you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Eh, well, you kill a bunch of fucking ghosts. Yeah. Eventually, you you appease her somehow. You're like, hey, you can rest in peace, because you're, you're opening tears here, and you find out that Liz was, quote-unquote, adopted, mm-hmm. and she was supposed to be being groomed to be the next ruler, and Comstock killed his wife and the Latesses, to cover it up how she was obtained or whatever because the Lutesses actually gave Elizabeth as a child to Comstock yeah it was that Comstock uh, because of all his tear bullshit he like aged rapidly and was infertile but he needed an heir so the Lutesses said to him like all right you let us survive you let us do our work Uh, we kind of have this multi-universe thing we can get you an heir that's legitimately your kid, just as from another universe. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. So the originally the Lotesses helped him. They're also the people who created the floating bullshit that makes Columbia fly. And yes, yes. The Lutesses then help you as revenge. Yeah, for because killing them because they killed because Comstock killed them after they did all the shit. Exactly. So the mother's ghost gets to rest in peace or whatever. Songbird comes in. Knocks you out. Another dream sequence. You do get knocked out a lot in this game. Right? He's got to have concussions. Lutesses and Liz are in your office this time. Bird's about to murder you. And then Elizabeth offers herself. She's like, no. Songbird, take me. Leave him. So the bird just picks her up and flies off. Oh, this is back in real life. After you come back from your knockout. Oh, yes. I don't know how you get transported, but you get transported to the future. Uh, they tell you in a couple minutes how you get transported there. Mm, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the future. Liz is the ruler of Columbia. Uh, Elizabeth pulled you there to show yeah. you how it came. Yeah, yeah. I knew that, but I, I don't remember him telling you straight up. She tells oh, you. Oh, she, Elder Liz tells you. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, let me get to it. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So Elder Liz pulls you in. 
she's attacking New York and she's all tortured and brainwashed and that's how she became the leader and why she's doing the shit she's doing. Which was Comstock's ultimate goal. Yeah, Comstock always wanted her to take over and destroy the world. With yeah, this was Columbia. Yeah, this was the vis- the version of Elizabeth where Booker was in this exact situation trying to help her and he failed. Yes, yes. That's what she turned into after that. And she tells him, she's like, yeah, you try so many times, so many different realities, but the songbird always gets you. Here, take this note. And you're like, what? It's like, here, take this note, <laughs> go back, give it to Liz. She'll figure it it's out. It's like a child drawing. Because you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, pretty much. She's like, she'll know what it means, just give it to her. Yeah. You'll have a shot. So you get back. And you give Liz the note. You eventually free her from her captor. Her, she's in like a prison, being tortured and such. And you give her the note. She's like, I get all this except for this picture of the cage. I don't get what this cage is. Anyway, let's kill Comstock. Yeah. <laughs> so she's like, now I want to kill Comstock. And you're like, no, I'm not going to let you because I'm going to do it. Huh? Mm-hmm. So... You're in Comstock's place, and she sees this uh, model of the monument tower that she was held up in for so long, and it has this siphon that siphons her power and why she was kept in the tower, because it was siphoning her power. Wasn't her power used to levitate the Yeah, it was Columbia? a whole bunch of stuff yeah. in Columbia. So she's like, oh, my God, we got to go kill that fucking tower the siphon Mm -hmm. so I can have all the power I need and I can make my own tears and shit. So like, all right, whatever. So you get to Comstock. He's doing some profit babble. He's like, oh, I knew this would come. I'm the prophet. I'm smart. He's like, why don't you tell her about how she lost her finger, dickhead? (laughs) And you're like, (laughs) what are you talking about? That's a quote from the game. (laughs) You're like, what are you talking about? I'm going to beat your head on this fucking little baptismal font you got here. And then I'm going to drown you in it. <laughs> so you do. You sure do. And then Elizabeth's like, oh, well, that didn't make me feel as good as I thought it would. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, let's go kill that siphon and get some shit going. Yeah, because then I can unleash my real powers. Yeah. She's like, well, let's get the songbird to help because I figured out what the caged means. It's actual music notes. So we just got to play C-A-G-E. Oh. So they play that. The bird gets on their side. And she's like, yo, go fucking destroy that shit. So the bird goes, destroys the siphon, and kills. Well, no, it doesn't kill. And now she has all the power in the world. So she opens a tear or just transports them, the bird, herself, and fucking you. To Rapture, which <gasps> I guess this this would be the only thing you need to know. Yeah, because it's ones. like a yeah, it's from the other ones. It's the underworld, you know. Underwater. Yeah, it's a thing where you don't necessarily have to play Bioshock to understand where how, the significance of this moment. It still seems very significant, and they go over it, but it helped. Like you get an extra hit from it. Yeah, you're like, ooh. Yeah, there's, you're like, ooh, oh, wait, what? We're back here? How does this bullshit all tie in? Yeah, and you're like, oh, man, that bird just fucking 
died from the pressure out there. <laughs> Poor thing. <laughs> yeah, died good. Yeah, it did. Died real good. <laughs> died real good. <laughs> but anyway, you're like, hey, let's get in this bathosphere and take it up to the top of the water. So you get up there and you're going to a lighthouse. Of course, it's always a lighthouse. <gasps> That's what she says. Wait, what? What? And she's like, see all those stars out there? Those aren't stars. Those are fucking lighthouses, idiot. <laughs> what? She's not so condescending. No, but she's like, those are all different realities, all happening at the same time. Millions of them. Infinite. Oh, she doesn't say infinite, but she does say millions. Does she not say infinite? I don't think she does. All right. No, she talks about the constants and variables. Yeah, yeah. So there are certain events that are constant that always happen, and then the variables spawn from those moments. Yes. So this is a flashback to the Lutesses going to Booker's house, or not his houses. Yeah, I guess it is. Office, office. room, house, whatever. And he owed them a debt, a really fucking big debt, apparently. Yeah, I guess so. He was a gambling guy, you know, in this universe. So he ends up giving his child to the (gasps) Lutesses. Wait, And and they're like, wait, 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 what? Uh Uh-huh. Elizabeth was his child. (gasps) And you're like, okay, well, what what about it? And they're like, they take the child, they make a fucking portal, and they're taking her to Comstock because that was the whole deal. And she's she's like waving like, Daddy! And her, the little tip of her pinky gets cut off. That's so fucking stupid. I'm sorry. It is, but that explain. It's supposedly why she can teleport between yeah. worlds because she's alive in multiple Well, universes. she's not alive in one well, of them. Well, there's universes. parts of her, yeah. Yeah, that was the excuse. That's how they gave her the powers. Yes. And how close do they have to be to that portal to have a baby's pinky cut off? Just the pinky. Yeah, just the end of the the pinky, too. It's It's the tip. Silly. I mean, that was silly, but other than that. uh, So you're talking to Elizabeth, and you're like, all right, well, we got to fucking... So Comstock's alive everywhere? In each universe. And you're like, yep. So this goes on and on and on. It's always going on. There's something, there's only one thing we can do about it, and that's to kill Comstock before he ever became Comstock. And you're like, Wait, what? Yeah. This part you kind killed of him. Me. You killed him in your universe, but that doesn't solve the problem because there still becomes a Columbia and it still enslaves Elizabeth every time. So her no. theory is that you, he needs to be killed amongst all universes, which doesn't make it sense. It doesn't make any sense. Doesn't she complain before that you can't stop them all? So how are you going to stop them before? Isn't that kind of like the point? All the, maybe all the universes branched off from this original place where he gets baptized. That's what they say. Like that moment. That's where it caused the multiple universes. But that's that's what turned Comstock on the path to Comstock. Yes. If he gets baptized in that moment. Every version becomes Comstock. If he refuses the baptism, then he becomes Booker. But won't there be universes where he becomes Comstock either way? 
Yeah, there will always be universes where he's Comstock and universes where he's Booker. That's what she says. Yeah, and then she says, well, if you stop him here, he doesn't become Comstock. Yeah, she just makes you kill yourself. It, yeah, <laughs> basically. Yeah, because, well, she does say, um, and we're kind of getting into the end of this game, yeah, but I yeah. guess we could just roll with it. But uh, she does say that in this moment, it's when Comstock becomes Comstock. So there were universes, plenty of universes where Booker did not take the baptism, never became Comstock, and they just basically let her go. It's as if she has, like, forward thinking or she can see in the future as well as the past and in throughout every universe. Yeah. And can therefore alter it. Yeah. So this is why that's her excuse for. It or feels the like that's why the Lutesses have the ability is because they made this happen. So they wanted to stop it by stopping. I don't know. Yeah. No, it all does come back to the Lutesses because the Lutesses realize if they get Elizabeth out and free, she'll put this together and kill Comstock, which is that's some hell of a revenge. Like you killed me and then. Well, actually. The other thing about the Lutesses, too, is Comstock overloaded the machine and blew up the Lutesses. That's why they're omnipotent, because they blew up from the machine and kind of, like, dispersed into all possible realities. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's why, that's why they're so weird and can easily travel between things. Because they don't, they don't follow the rules of this world at all. Yeah. That totally makes sense. Yeah. So they then, as revenge for killing them... They're like, we're not just going to kill you in the the version of you that killed us. We're going to make sure you don't exist. Yeah. By killing every variation of you in every universe. So the only reason this ever worked at the end is because the Lutesses wanted it to. Right. Yeah. But okay. it, it also does, uh, you know, if there's always a lighthouse, there's always a city, there's always a man. That's like the mantra they keep saying. And that's what all the, the lighthouses stand for. Uh, there's plenty of universes that have like you know Andrew Ryan or some other evil man like something that enslaves yeah, all yeah, these people exactly. like something awful happens so yeah you're you're fixing the version of awful that affected you but you're not like creating peace or world peace like no. there's plenty of universes that are fucked you're just fix, fixing that one elizabeth who was sold as a baby yeah so you have godlike powers and you're using it to kill the guy that enslaved you for 18 or 20 years also whatever your it was dad. Yeah, also your dad. Also your dad. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, Oof. that's it. That, oh, and then there's a post-credit scene. But it just leaves the... It actually answers the question that he didn't kill anybody. And it's still going on because he's at his office and he opens the door to Elizabeth Anna's room. That's why it's AD on his hand. Because mm-hmm. Anna DeWitt... But he opens the door to Anna's room and then it just fades to black. So you never know if she's there or if she's gone, if what's happening. Well, Where what I don't get is that takes place. If they killed all of the bookers, how's he there to even have the kid? He didn't they kill didn't the kill bookers. all the bookers. He just stopped all the bookers from being baptized and becoming Comstock. Right? Yes, yeah, so there's billions I mean, of other bookers that didn't become Comstock. But there's also got to be billions still that did become him. There could still if, be bookers who, who became an asshole and made fucking Columbia, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, it can't yeah, just I be mean, the, the only catalyst that would turn him into Comstock. And they, they say it's because he did something at Wounded Knee that he wanted to get baptized and start yeah, again. Yeah, he was, he was part of it. Yeah, he survived it. Yeah. He survived. It was basically, they call it the battle at Wounded Knee, but it was a massacre. It was like... Yeah, yeah. And he was he was like sixteen at the time and heralded as 
like the guy that killed the, the mass killer. Yeah. Yeah. Men, women, and children when really he just massacred a bunch of people for no reason. Yeah. Like, and then he was held as a hero for the army and everyone said, oh my God, you're fucking awesome. But he knew it was wrong and felt like shit. And that's what led him to the baptism. Yes. Because he like after the war, he was very lost. Yeah. So why doesn't the general slate just tell you right away? It's like, you are Comstock, asshole. Yeah. Like, Slate would know, because you were at the battle with him. Yeah, Slate would have known Booker before he was Comstock. Yeah. I mean, I mean maybe it's just... I I have to I have to think, like, Comstock got in his head. Yeah. Okay. Like, because, like, I mean, these people who are living in these this Columbia world, they don't have any concept of other universes, so why would... He might be confused and be like, oh, you look exactly like that dude I used to know. Yeah, all right, fair. I'll give you that. Plus, he knew Booker 20 years ago. No, he knew Booker because he t- says... Yeah, he call, he, he actually him. tells him. He's like, yeah, you remember what he did at fucking Wounded Knee? And shit like oh, that. that's right. Yeah. So he he's in the inner circle. Yeah. For sure. Right. But for, for some reason, Comstock killed his wife. He killed the Lutesses. Anyone that would have known that Anna wasn't his real daughter. Oh, that's right, because they played it. Like, in this universe of Columbia, the daughter just showed up. Yeah, yeah. It was like they had that prophecy that she was magically born to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like another god birth situation. Like she was pregnant for two weeks, and all of a sudden, it killed her. But <laughs> kept the kid. Yeah, yeah. All right. Man, what a great game. What a game. That's it. That's the game. We got through it. We did it. So let's go ahead into our final thoughts. Let's do it, buddy. And we're uh, we're gonna start with Doctor Scientist, I think. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's hear what you gotta say about it. We we never decide. We never talked about what we're gonna do. For, are we gonna still make up questions? I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> well then, Doctor Scientist, would you play this game again? What score would you give it out of twenty-seven stars? And did the story work for you, sir? I would probably play it again. Bioshocks are always kind of fun, even though I hate first-person shooters. It's kind of enough of not one to be all right what are you talking about it is one (laughs) yeah it definitely is one yeah but it's not like i don't know not the same it's not regular i mean there's there's (laughs) there's other stuff going on in here there's rpg elements there's finding stuff there's scavenging yeah Yeah, you're saying all right fair enough did the story work for me i mean i'll put it better than two and not as good as one I think that it doesn't follow its own internal logic sometimes. Yeah, I could see that. Which, when you're doing multiverse stuff, kind of is sort of important. I mean, this isn't a comic book where it's just, hey, for fun. It's supposed to be a good game. I mean, it is a good game. I mean, it's a good game. But but we're talking about the story. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And uh, the fact that you just start jumping between universes. Where are all the other Elizabeths from those universes? Like, are they just never there? Are you entering universes without Elizabeths? Maybe still trapped? Yeah, I gotta say it's a mix. Like, either yeah. somewhere she's dead, somewhere she never made it to but if the Comstock universe. dead and never made it, Columbia wouldn't be there. Well, it was, th- it was there before Elizabeth got there, wasn't it? They had Columbia, like, the Lutest technology created the floating city. It was later on that they had to get the air. I don't know. Because he built the whole system. Yeah, the whole tower and stuff is there for I he he's definitely siphoning her power for something I don't 
I don't know if it's to power the entire city because it obviously, or if it's just to keep her powerless so she can eventually be powerful and rule the world. I don't know specifically why yeah, they're draining her powers. I don't remember. It's just anyway. It, I don't know. It's. I mean, it's fun to jump between and see the different kinds of things, but they're all almost exactly the same, just slightly different. No, not when all the Elizabeths come out at the end. Well, some yeah. are like western style and shit <laughs> there's yeah. a cowgirl one yeah. some are covered in blood yeah. one's a hammer <laughs> but I and I still don't get how stop whatever you can explain it many times you want to be how stopping the one Comstock stops them all but whatever I mean it was alright story I'll let Papa Scotch praise it but I I gave it a Nineteen out of twenty-seven stars. Nineteen, hot damn! I mean, that's pretty good rating that's for hot. me. That's it's very high for us. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, the games I have in my own queue above it, score-wise, I think are all better stories. So, huh. all right, that's my choice. What okay. about you, Papa Scotch? Let's hear the praise of it. I, I'm gonna praise it. I just don't remember what uh, questions. Would what, you play it? What'd you score? Did the story work for you? Thank you. Um. Yeah, I'd probably play it again. I played through it when it originally came out. I played through it when the collection came out. I think I played. If through they re released it again, I'm sure I'd be a sucker and play it again. Mm. But uh, yeah, I genuinely love this game. The story worked for me. Everything about the story worked for me. I I know there, like the the thing about the pinky was a little silly, but I don't know how else you would have gotten away with that because if it was like her whole hand, then obviously the reveal would have been done a lot earlier but that is what it is yeah. uh the idea too that it's not that killing one comstock kills all them it's that we killed this one in this universe and now the other elizabeths are going to go kill they're all there's a bunch of elizabeths that had this all power and they're going to go through all the universes and kill all the bookers at this moment but i mean the, that's why what they, i got why they start disappearing at the end i don't they didn't even go through portals and, or nothing. And by their own admission, there's an infinite number of them, so they'll never finish. Each one has to take responsibility for itself. There's still an infinite number of them. They said, like, they there's millions. Yeah, they did say millions. They didn't say infinite. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I thought this was amazing. I thought it was amazing how they brought back the lore of Bioshock. I love the idea, especially when I played it for the first time, that I'm playing through this game, and there's, like, there's Vigors. You know, that's not Plasmids, but it is Plasmids. And then you've got That's weapons that are like, it's kind of like the shotgun I had in Rapture, but it's not the same. The art style is kind of similar, but it's different. Like, you, you see some connections as the game turns on, I, and then at the end, they're like, this is why. There was there was a lot of it that made you think of Bioshock, which kind of annoyed me. Really? Until the end. Yeah, because like when they first revealed Rapture, or Columbia, I guess it's supposed to be like when they revealed Rapture at the beginning of the first one, which was much better than this one. Yeah, yeah it's very similar. Very similar to the way you were introduced because yeah. I mean it's just like in Bioshock 1 you get to the lighthouse yeah it's always a lighthouse that's where it starts yeah and that's <laughs> nice uh, so I won't get too much into it but definitely this ranks on one of if not the highest game uh, for me for story uh, just because I, I really loved it they tied everything together they brought back the other lore and more importantly they opened it up for future games I mean yeah, if sure this did. is the multiverse and this is the case then we can do a city like Rapture anywhere and have its own story. But I mean, isn't every game like that? How do you mean? Like every game ever made can be like that. You yeah. don't need to explain it this way. I guess. Well, no. I, I see, like, you mean like kind of how 
I, the the best example I have is comic books. How you do like different runs and different yeah like stories and different you know relaunches and reboots that are the same but they're not. Um, and yeah, I think that's reasonable. I I just think that like if uh, another Bioshock game comes out, which they say they're working on, uh, as of airing, we haven't heard anything about it. But if uh, another one comes out, it can take place in this universe like it can be a part of these three games that already exist or it can be something completely different yeah. i just like the possibilities of doing whatever you want yeah okay i see that anyway score uh loved it i thought it did very little wrong uh i think the worst part about the games are the gameplay not the story like if i this is not the score i would give for the overall game i'm just talking about the story mm-hmm. and while the game make come in at overall around like 20 the story i'm giving it a 25 <gasps> oh my god yeah, I'm Wait, tying well, my highest score perfect. ever. <laughs> For a second there when he said 25, I was like, we only go up to 24. <laughs> <laughs> no, I gave the first Bioshock a 24. I gave Silent Hill a 25. So I'm sticking Silent Hill 2. I gave a 25. So I'm sticking with this at a 25. I think it's up there with those. Hot damn. Now your turn. Man of the hour. Mm-hmm. Sir Trump slap. Yes. yes Would sir. you play it? Did the story work for you? And what score would you give it based out of 27 stars for the people just joining in season four? Thank you, because I forgot for a second. (laughs) Right, Right, of course. Would I play it? Obviously, I mean, I just did play half of it. Would I finish it? No, I don't think so. (laughs) Yeah, we never asked if you'd finish it. We just have to play it. Yeah, so I would play it, yes. Story. Did it work for me? Uh, Eh, no. The whole multiverse thing at the end. Yeah, that's neat. The whole revolution and both sides being, oh man, again, both sides are equal. They suck. I think that was kind of trying to be like Bioshock again. Where there was like I didn't sides. like that. Yeah. Because it's like, no, they're not equal. These, want, these people want freedom and to be equal regardless of skin, race, whatever. And the other people and the don't other want people. vaccines. <laughs> <laughs> and the other people are just old racist assholes who... Like I said. All right, come on. Not everyone's old who like hates vaccines. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, why was that part even really in there? Yeah, it was like a revolution as it was, as you were doing this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess it was just a reason it to also, shoot more people. It also had no part to do with the story at all. It didn't. It just gave you more enemies to fight. Yeah. Well, in that universe, there's a revolution. The other one, everyone's just happy being oppressed, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But that part, it was like, okay, why? And the whole, I mean, it was, I like the story. I like the Lutesses. They should really just do more with Lutesses, if you ask me. The whole story should have based, been based on them. But. I guess it is, kind of. Wouldn't you. Or them getting rid of all the Comstocks stop all the Lutesses from becoming that powerful? Yeah, if there was never a Comstock, there's never Lutesses that became blown up in the thing. Yeah. So it's a fucking paradox right there. Well, that's the plot for the fourth game. The thing was that in one of these universes, I believe it was not Robert. Uh, what was the woman's name? Joanne. Whatever. In one of these universes, Miss. she is the one that created the terrorability or found out how to do it. So she went and grabbed one of her multi-universe counterparts and then she also used it to like knowledge share like because there's a bunch of scenes in here or where they talk about uh sharing knowledge with the guy who invented the plasmids and that's how they got the vigors yeah yeah okay because he found the underwater sea slug and and basically lutes went and took that technology and 
ran with it. So you're saying they traveled through dimensions before they... They traveled through dimensions yeah. to make Columbia as good as it was. Yeah. To but, make Columbia happen. But it still doesn't stop the them from being the omnipotent... Yeah, they're still like gods, right? Well, that's because that's not what cre- made them gods. What made them gods is Comstock blowing up their house. In, one in this years. reality. Yeah, that's what I'm only. saying. That stops them from ever happening, right? No, because it would have happened at least in another one of the million, is what I'm saying. Yeah, but then there's no point. There's no point. There's no point in killing the Comstock. Anyway, never mind. And that's what the... That was my complaint the, about the game in the, the beginning. That's the post-credit anyway. scene, which I was like, okay, well, that makes sense, because then it just happens all over again. That's what I got out of it. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I get it, like, because at the end of the game, they leave you uh, under the impression that Elizabeth is in the process of, or at least going to go to every reality and kill every Comstock that took the baptism, basically. Yeah. Like, that's that's where they leave you. That doesn't mean that happens. Exactly. And then they um, leave you and with you're, the... Yeah, you're right. You're, all of your things you're saying are very valid. That it may not or probably won't, because there's just too many of them. Yeah. And I, I mean, I like the story. It was a great story, blah, blah, blah. But that brings me to the score... No, I had a hard time scoring this one because I don't really think of other games that I've scored ever before. <laughs> and the way I was feeling today, I gave it a 16. Mm, 16, I okay. think that's pretty high for me. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even want to know. Don't tell well, me. Well, you gave Kadelka a 16. Mm, that was better than the uh, I think they're on par. Well, anyway, that gives us a total score of 60? Yep, that's what yep. I got, 60. Man, that's the lowest game we scored this year. I know. Yeah, I know, right? We're out of our minds. We'll probably beat it next Sick. week. <laughs> <laughs> With that game we got coming up, you bet your ass we will. Uh, but yeah, that, that's it. That was a good game, good story, yada, yada. You know the deal. Well, there you go, 60. That's going to take us to our favorite brand new segment of the week, which <gasps> is... What is it? What is it? <laughs> Dr. Scientist 90s album Lock of the Week. It's the Lock of the Week. <laughs> Trapper Keepers. 90s. Slap bracelets. Fluorescent. Was that 90s? No, fluorescence was 80s. I can't, I can't remember slap bracelets were either. Uh, MC, MC Hammer Pants. Was that 80s? <laughs> anyway, we, uh, we asked Dr. Scientist for a guaranteed amazing 90s album uh, for us to listen to and revisit that fun time of, sure, parachute pants. So... <laughs> This week, Dr. Scientist, what do you got for us? Well, we got an album that is probably one of the most influential albums ever. Has been on high-ranking uh, lists for quite a, since September 24th, 1991, when it was released. <laughs> okay, okay. Do you guys want to guess what it is? Is it Billy Ray Cyrus? Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> I'm going to guess it's N.W.A. Nope. I'm going to say Nirvana. It's Nirvana, never mind. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, you got to... That was 91. Oh, yeah, I guess it yep, was. September 24th, 1991. Dude, he died in like 94. He's died in 94. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's when uh, their second album came. Not their third album. Yeah. In utero. We're not talking about that one. We're yeah, talking we're about never mind. But this was a, I remember this album came out. I had it on cassette, I believe. Oh, I believe that. I mean, if you're doing like a rundown of 90s records, uh, just ranking them by track side one, track one. I mean, you don't, you can't beat Smells Like Teen no. Spirit. Like, you cannot. No, uh, and then In Bloom's right after it and Come As You Are. I mean, I, I could argue that, but that's me. That's one of my favorite that's songs of all one, time. That's a one, two, three punch like that. I mean, we're, I mean, we've heard them seven billion times yeah. just yeah. by accident. So it feels like 
you know, we're done with this, but it's a straight up classic. I mean, those, <laughs> I mean fucking in bloom. I love I still oh, love that fucking song. A. Lithium's still one of my favorite songs ever. Uh I'm trying to think of my favorite Nirvana song. It's the one on that, this album? I don't know. It's the one that it's okay to eat fish because they don't have any feelings. Something in the Something way. Something in the way. Yeah. <laughs> I love that song. <laughs> That's also on this album, the last uh, track. Yep, there we go. Yeah, there's some really good songs in this album. Territorial Pissings. Yep. Drain You. Well, Drain You, Lounge at, Like, this is... If you haven't heard this record, kids, get out get there. Get the fuck and out. And it's uh, so one of good. the... It's, it's on usually lists of most influential albums of all time because it... Because it is. Yeah. It led basically to music's revival in the 90s. Grunge. Grunge and alternative and everybody I mean, signing every single band they could to try and make money like Nirvana <laughs> did. It was like in the 80s when the first hair band made it, and then they just started signing hair bands yeah, and yeah, getting, exactly. getting records out there. But yeah, this was that this was that moment for the 90s where there was this new sound, nothing. I mean, you could argue there were other bands before this that sounded similar, but this was, was the first one that hit. It was pretty much not hair bands after this. <laughs> before yeah, it was true. Yeah, these were like the anthems for Gen X. Like there was no ridiculous hair band showmanship anymore. It was just, <laughs> we're fucking done with this. Yep. So yeah, if you go listen to it, I'm gonna listen to it. After I'm gonna I leave have here. to fucking listen to it now. <laughs> there you go, Nirvana. Smells like Teen Spirit. Still great. Never mind. Oh, check never it mind. Out. <laughs> Fuck. Nirvana's. Never mind. That's gonna take us to then our favorite segment of every week, which is a brand new bit, which is called Chump Slaps. Who would win in a fight? Ding ding. Ooh, probably me. <laughs> Let's get it on. Ka-ching. Just gonna take all our skits from the wrestling one and move it here. I was just about to say, "Let's get it on." When you, you said that right. Uh, anyway, so this is a new bit we're doing. We're we're gonna talk to Chumps up. We're gonna ask him who would win the fight. Then he has to explain himself. All right. And uh, the format we're gonna take to start out here. I don't know if this is gonna work. It might not. But we're gonna start with a throwdown from the game. Okay. Then we're gonna talk about a throwdown that's just gaming in general with various characters over various franchises. And then for fun, we're going to throw in a historic fight. I better hope I know these historic people. That means he's got to come up with like 150 of these. I mean, I Jesus know, Christ, right? you really should. It's not like I'm going to throw in fucking Henry the Ninth versus... <laughs> no. All right, so the game, game, fight. Who do you think would win between Comstock or Slate? And we're talking both men in their prime. Both in their prime. Probably Comstock because Comstock was actually Booker in his prime. Oh, that's the point. It's a good point, but I mean, Slate, you know, when Booker faced Slate in the game, Slate was he was Yeah, so I don't even know what Slate was. Was he a general? Did he lead Booker? I just, I just thought he was kind of like a soldier. I thought he was your commander at Wounded Knee. Yeah. Maybe. That's why he knows everything about yeah, what happened I think there, because so. he was there. But no, definitely Comstock, because he's Booker, and Booker's... More badass sure. than Slate. You know, I didn't mention how much I liked Elizabeth as a character during the whole thing, but I did. <laughs> yeah, she's all right. No, I thought she was great. I really liked her. But, you know, yeah, Comstock. Go. Next. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so you pick Comstock. Now we're going to talk about gaming just in general. Uh, this second one might also involve some pop culture references. But I want to throw at you two gods of thunder throwing down. Mm. Thor versus Raiden from Mortal Kombat. Which is the Thor from? I don't know. We'll say the new movies. Oh, okay. I thought it was a game. Uh, I would have... Is Raiden a god? Yeah. He was a god, but remember, he became human to fight in the Mortal Kombat tournament. So, 
Oh, I we'll thought say we were, for this fight, equal footing. They're both gods. From Big Trouble in Little China. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. I'd assume Thor would. Because Raiden just has electricity, but Thor has electricity and a hammer. And a hammer. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Plus his hammer. He can just chuck it and it comes back. Plus, can't he He goes to like different universes, right? He can. Well, it's cross, different worlds. Yeah, yeah, crossover and shit. Yeah, and I mean, Raiden has some sweet moves. Yeah. Yeah, he does have some sweet moves. Like he, but I, I think he could dodge the hammer for quite some time, but I think. You know, the hammer and the electricity. The electricity cancels each other out, so it's yeah. God with a hammer versus regular God. Yeah, but Raiden I, I can, like, right. make himself invisible, like, disappear and show up behind you and shit. That's true. I think you'd give him a run for his money. Oh, it'd be a hell of a fight. That's for sure. Yeah. But, <laughs> and I, I, I think you can make an argument either way. But yeah, but I, I do would go think with you and say. In the Thor. end, Thor would get the one, two, three count, and that's all that matters. <laughs> There you go. All right, our last one, last throwdown, our historic throwdown with real people from history. And trust me, you you know both of these. Yeah, for this week. <laughs> <laughs> so who do you think would win the fight between our first president, George Washington? I don't think I told us who it was. <laughs> or peak Alex Trebek? Probably Alex Trebek because, now hear me out here. Okay, okay. He lived in a more advanced time, and they knew more about health and how to be healthy. Do you think he's getting training time for this? Yeah, they, no, no. They're just being thrown in together at the same time. You think Washington was actually fighting? Yeah. Like, with what? He was a general. Doesn't mean he fought. Just, every time I see him, he's standing on a boat just pointing <laughs> a sword. <laughs> Can't say you're wrong. He's making other people fight for him. If he didn't have anyone in his corner, I think Trebek would have got him. Trebek's a sneaky fuck. Was. <laughs> May he rest in and peace. he used to play hockey, too. I mean, he can throw down if he has yeah, to. Yeah, so that means he can take a punch, too. You know what I mean? For sure. Especially from George Washington. They always talk about how tall you and intimidating he was. I think he was 6'1. I think he was, yeah. Back in the day, that was tall how as fuck. How tall was Trebek? Um, I got to look this up. <laughs> I thought you had their bios already there and figured out. So George Washington was 6'2". So am I. Man, George Washington was only as tall as you. Yeah, I bet he had a gut bigger than mine. I doubt it. They just, definitely not a head. They just cover it Ooh. in the fucking shoe. His head definitely was Alex moving. Trebek is coming in at 5'8". Ooh, <laughs> fuck it. I take it back. Washington's stomping <laughs> He's that. He's got the reach. Small man. That small man. <laughs> Yeah, I always thought he was at least six foot. He looked like a tall dude, right? I think he's standing on an he apple is. box. Yeah, he is. <laughs> an apple box. Yeah. They just have a really small podium <laughs> where he used to stand in front of. Uh, All right, I guess, yeah. I thought he was taller. It was more of a height medium thing. And, you know, I, I think uh, he grew up at Sudbury, uh, right near Ottawa. Oh, he's That's Canadian? Like, uh, yeah, get the fuck Canadian. out of here. No Canadians yeah, being right. any American. No, especially Not the, the first street president. All right, there you go. George Washington is your pick from history. Yeah. Say someone uh, knew a lot about uh, some kind of background training that maybe one of these characters had that we're not aware of that we didn't address. They wanted to send you like 9,000 words in an email about it. Where would they send that email to, Sir Chompslap? You send that to plottytime at gmail.com. And if it's that fucking long, I, you know, I might not read it. 
It's, he'll respond. I'll he respond, got a hundred percent guaranteed response rate, but not a hundred percent guaranteed. I'm gonna read every fucking letter in this email, Brady. I'll tell you that. But uh, let's say he wanted to get to us faster on the socials with some really cool fan art of these fights getting thrown down and maybe like a mil- like a Mortal Kombat style. Where could they send those to uh, on the socials, Doctor Scientist? At Plotty Time on Instagram or Twitter, or you can hit up the Plotty Time subreddit and talk yeah. to us there. Fucking a. perfect. You can also go to YouTube, like and subscribe there. Really helps us out. Uh, go to playtime.com. Buy some shit with our brand new logo on that we had to change for legal reasons. And the, <laughs> so, and the, and the derfing. <laughs> oh, and their derfing shirt. Don't forget about our, what is it, derf instructor? Derf instructor. instructor. Hang dead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to workshop this. We're going to get a good one out there by the time this episode comes up. But uh, that does it for us. So... Do- Play some video games. Don't trust Dr. Scientist. We'll talk to you next time. Peace. Peace. Hang 10. I like that one yeah, better. Yeah, so do I. <laughs>